It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back to uh, Martinsdale St. Mary's uh, Blue Devils Field here in, in Martinsdale, Iowa. And I'm with Coach McCarty of the Winfield Mount Union. Uh, welcome back to the program. I appreciate you having me on. So it's a, a pretty nice looking field. Is the team fired up and ready to go? Absolutely. It's a great day, right? Nice and cool. The stadium is perfect. We're in good. We're in good shape right now. Well, let me ask you just a few questions before I, I know you don't have much time. Let me ask you what what uh, what does this game mean to eight man football in I, general? Yeah, I just think today's a, a cool cool opportunity for people to come watch eight man. You know, we're up by the Des Moines area. You know, so, so hopefully, you know, some people find their way down. Um, I know, you know, one of the, the administrators at the Iowa High School Athletic Association emailed me and said he's coming down. Um, you know, personally, I got some friends from college and stuff that live in the metro area. Never seen an eight-man game before, so they're coming. They're pretty excited. Oh, um, yeah. You know, so uh, we're pretty pretty excited. For, I think it's just a great thing, especially with all teams being in the top ten. Um, you know, this could be a great day for football and a great day for eight-man football. Well, well uh, what's the keys to your team getting the victory here? Oh, we got to play physical, um, you know, both offense and defense, and I think every coach says that, but – you know, that's something we really want to hang our hat on. We've really been working on it these first 15 practices. You know, and they're an explosive offense. You know, they get their quarterback in it, and we got to make sure that we uh, we take care of him. You know, we get lined up, we shed blocks, and we do those kind of things. So it seems like putting points on the board is kind of a... I mean, absolutely. If we put one more on, to... then we got to win, right? Okay, well, who, who do they have that gives you a little uh, uh, concern? Yeah, they got... Uh, I, the biggest thing to me are number 53 and 60. They're center and, and guard. Right, and D-end and, and linebacker. I'm really worried about those guys, um, you know, and, and I just, I, I, it's hard to scheme against good blockers and good defensive linemen, uh, you know, so we got to make sure we take care of them. Um, and then they always put their quarterback in a really nice position to be a good ball player, um, you know, whether it was a Gavin Smith kid last year, you know, but he's just kind of plug and play, you know. A few years ago they had a different kid. I don't know his name, but, you know, he was a very quality athlete too. This is a little homecoming for you, isn't it? Uh, not really. I mean, it's... Well, you went to Simpson College. I went to Simpson, it? yep. So... Um, you know, pretty excited about that. My hometown's still three hours away up from Northwest Iowa, but um, you know, so my parents are able to come down and make it a day trip instead of a whole weekend. You know, yeah, so it's kind of exciting. To have, have some extra fans. I got one more question before I let you go. Yes, uh, uh, I would kind of think, and I might not be correct of my theory here, but two teams could play a game once in one week, and then same team next week, once on a turf field, once on a on a grass field, and uh, you might have different results. Uh, you know, it's all the way the ball bounces. You know, <laughs> I'll give you my best cliche right there, right? It all comes down to how the ball bounces and the kids react to situations. So. Well, thanks for, for spending a little time with us, Coach. It. Thank you for having me on. Well, we're here with Southeast Warren's coach, uh, Shane Rollins. Uh, welcome back to the program, Coach. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your coverage of this today, Well, uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, number one question is, uh, what is this eight-man showcase doing to highlight eight-man football and not? Uh, I think it's given uh, people that normally want to uh, come to an eight-man game an opportunity to do so, watch a doubleheader. Um, you know, there's some good athletes at all four schools. All four schools have had success. Um, it's just nice to put a good spotlight on the sport, like what you pointed out the last time we talked, has the most high schools participating in, in eight-man football. So. Well, we're here with four bohemists of eight-man football, four of the top nine teams in preseason uh, eight-man football. Uh, the first game 
talent on display, uh, uh, unbelievable fireworks in that game. What is your team going to have to do to be successful today against a very strong Waco team? Um, we're going to have to control the line of scrimmage. Waco's so good up front. Uh, Coach Hedeker does a great job uh, with the, that offense that he has. They, they find the weaknesses, so we're going to have to win the one-on-one -on -one matchups on the line and then flow to the football and always have a body on 22. Well, who does uh, – you mentioned uh, Shula Simeon right yes, back there you. by number. Uh, who all do they have on their team that really does concern you? Uh, obviously, Simeon, the quarterback's very fast. Uh, Oswald, I believe, um, a 15 uh, linebacker, and wherever he'll end up playing on offense, he's a very physical player. And then uh, just watching warm-ups, they got some good-sized linemen. They, they do with that, and obviously they're going to be very good. You guys are very good, though. You're rated seventh? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So, uh, well, thanks for being with us. Uh, uh, what, what's this feeling like, and how is this Martinsdale? How did they come out to be the, the host city that worked out so well? Uh, they have uh, there's a central location. They obviously have great facilities. It's an opportunity to play on a turf field, so um, uh, just it seemed like the ideal spot to do this. Well, they so. jumped at the chance to to host this, yep, and they're uh, doing a great job. I think they're getting a little economic boost for doing it because this place is packed. Yes, isn't it? it is. It's good to see. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. And good luck today. All right. Hey, thank. You. Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we are here in Martinsdale, Iowa. And uh, my first guest is the coach of the Martinsdale football team. Well, what, what are the Martinsdale moniker? Uh, we're uh, Martinsdale St. Mary's Blue Devils. The Blue Devils, yeah. yeah. It says it on the sign. I don't yeah. know how I missed it. You have a beautiful field, Coach, and this is the, the first game of on this new turf? Yeah, we had a scrimmage last night against Baxter, but this will be the first game, first two games on the turf today. Well, uh, this is the perfect place to host this game. You, you probably couldn't do a doubleheader on a grass field anyway. Uh, how, tell us about how you you know, you know, were involved in, in putting together this eight-man showcase that's bringing four of the top nine teams in the state to, to play head-to-head -head right here. I didn't have a lot to do with it. It was uh, Coach Seaman put it together, our athletic director, and uh, Audubon and uh, Winfield started talking last spring about doing a week zero game. They both wanted to get one in before uh, the season started. And then uh, Waco and uh, Southeast Warren started talking at a clinic down in uh, Rathman that uh, would have been in April. So that's how it came about. Well, yeah, but you did, you know, it, it's your field and you're letting these, these teams play because of uh, the greater good for the for the eight-man football, which is really exploding and has become the uh, the, the district or the level of football that's grown the most in, in Iowa, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I tell you, it's a great event. I think people are excited about it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a turf field. So we're the, we're the only school that has a turf eight-man field uh, in the state of Iowa. So it's a great – and it brings, you know, south, east, and southwest schools together to play in a neutral site. We, I think you're going to attract, you know, media like ourselves from all over the place, coaches from all over the place. I think you're going to have a big crowd. Do you think you're going to fill a lot of this down? Well, I tell you what, these these four schools are going to bring in a lot of crowd. I mean, they, they both travel real well, all four of them. So I think there'll be a, a lot of people here to watch this event. And there's some really really outstanding athletes that we're going oh, to yeah. see on yeah, this well, field. Winfield's got a Division One player going to Iowa as a junior, and uh, Audubon's had great tradition. They've been in the dome the last three out of the last four years. Waco was a top eight team last year, and uh, Southeast Warren's ranked seventh. So. Uh, good football, real good football. Yeah, and and it's going to be on display for the for the world to see. And I know there's going to be a lot of a lot of video and a lot of media that, that that's uh, that's going to it's going to reach a lot of people. But uh, let's transition away from uh, what all this is doing here and talk about your team. Uh, let me let me ask you a little bit about your team. Uh, 
Uh, a lot of times I forget to ask about the special teams, so I'm going to ask ask it first. Uh, tell me tell me about your team's special teams uh, and how important that is to what you guys do. Uh, very important, but eight man's a lot different than 11 man. I think there's a lot more emphasis on the, the kickoff and the kickoff return, obviously because there's a lot of scoring. Uh, a lot of teams don't punt, so that that's kind of taken out of the game, both punt and punt return. But we've got a really good kicker. Uh, he just he's a soccer player, Eric Smith, and he came out this year and he's got nice legs. So we'll see if he can help us in the kicking game a little bit. Uh, a lot of onside kicks. Uh, they're trying to steal possessions because it's a scoring fest. And the reason it's not that nobody plays defense in eight-man football. It's just nobody's left to tackle. It's one on one. I mean, there's a lot of space. If you know, just you get one on one tackling. So yeah, just a coach McCarty of the. Uh... Winfield Mount yep. Union, and he said that, you know, when eight-man football started, uh, the recruiters didn't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Didn't know, you know, didn't know whether it was going to translate. And But now, particularly the open field tackling and, and things that, that are so important in eight-man football, there's got to be a lot less gang tackling than yep. there is, uh, uh, that uh, a lot of these kids are getting recruited and are, uh, I think there's some uh, University of Iowa linemen and stuff that oh, yeah. eight-man football guys, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. So that that's that's happening. So well, let's let's uh, let's move on to the uh, to the tight ends and the offensive line. That's where I always start because I always feel like that's kind of where where the game that's where the rubber meets the road anyway in, sure. the, in the game. So. What kind of tight ends and uh, offensive linemen? Well, it, you know, it, it, it's interesting. You're going to probably see some some tight end play here today and some two-back sets. Uh, there's three linemen. You know, it's the center and the two guards, basically. Uh, so you're taking a couple linemen off the field. So the ones that are out there are really good. Um, as far as Audubon, I think you'll see a lot more spread. I don't know if they'll have a tight end. They'll have four receivers and spread it out a little bit more. But, uh, you know, it's it's – Eight man's a lot different from the standpoint. There's a lot of different things going on. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, for the so, center out, guard out, I mean, there's just a lot of things going on. So do you have guys with size and strength, maybe some guys with some speed even, you know, for us some right intangibles? Now, yep, we're, we're more, uh, we're not as big uh, a football team. We've got a lot more uh, skilled kids. Do you have a deep roster or? we got 34 kids out. Oh, that's probably real good for you. Yeah, it really football, is. We feel real good about it. I know there's some teams that don't have 16. No. You know, well, there's a lot of little schools. Yeah. A lot of little farm communities don't have the yeah. the, the, the kids like they used I'll to. I'll tell you what, we played Lamoni last year, and they had 14 kids on their team, but they were all good. I mean, they they were a good football team. but So, you know, you'd like to have a few more than that, obviously, for practicing and depth, but uh, you can get it done with 14. Well, let's talk about your, your, your fullbacks, your running backs. I know you maybe don't run a fullback. Some, some We do. We run out of the ice set. We've got a fullback and a tailback. Our kids, we got a senior and a junior playing there, and they both, one weighs 190, one's about 180, and they're very athletic, very physical, a lot of time in the weight room, and uh, they're going to come downhill at you. So are you a team that, that runs a lot, or is yeah, it a little mixture? we will be this year. Uh, we've kind of transitioned, so... Two years ago, we threw the ball all over the park, had a really good quarterback and uh, some really good skilled receivers. This year, we got more of the uh, running back type kids. So, so, so you guys kind of adjust to what yeah. kind of talent the players that you have. Yeah. But let's talk about that quarterback and those wide receivers. Who do you got a quarterback and uh, what kind of what, what kind of threats does he have on, uh, the, on he's, the... He throws the ball really well. It's Cooper Oberblock in and he's a junior for us. Uh, hasn't started any games yet, so it'll be the first year he started. But He'll do a nice job in the play-action game and throw the quick game for us. Well, we're here at Martinsdale, Iowa, talking to the coach of the Blue Devils, who's hosting this event, and uh, sure appreciate you being on. Let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, let's flip that over to the defensive line, another another very uh, 
right up front kind of important part of, of, of what a defense does. How's yeah. your defensive line look? Uh, we'll be a 3-2 defense. Uh, we've got a nose guard. We've got a couple kids playing nose guard right now that uh, have no experience at all, so we got some work to do there. I like our defensive ends. We've got one that returned from last year, and then we'll play two linebackers in the roster behind that. We'll run a lot of man-to-man. So how about the linebackers? Talk a little bit about the linebackers. You know, are they good tacklers? Do they, uh, are they just kind of smart? Yeah, they're uh, very physical. We're actually moving uh, a couple of our uh, guards to linebackers this year because they're undersized, but they run well. They're very physical kids. We had two kids that played linebacker for us last year. We're probably going to move out to corner. Well, let's talk about the cornerbacks and the safeties. You know, you got any any ball hawks, any guys with speeds, any guys that can make those open field tackles when you really need them? Oh, yeah. Grayson Phillips played for us last year. Started for us, was an all-district player, and he played receiver for us and defensive back. And then Logan Wehrmoth is a really good football player for us. Well, how about your schedule? Talk to me about your schedule. Tell me about, you know, your opening games, some of your home games, maybe some games you got circled that are maybe good teams you are going to give you some trouble. Yep. Uh, we uh, we scrimmaged last night against Baxter, so we'll get a chance to find out what we need to work on. And uh, and we start out with Stanton here, and they beat us 54 to 14 last year. So that's really the only game we care about right now is how we get to play them. So nobody else matters. So you got a you got a pretty strong schedule though. Or oh yeah. Pretty tough. What conference or district? Uh, are you we're in? in the district with uh, Moravia, Southeast Warren, Pomona, Mormon Trail, Murray. Uh, Seymour, and then we'll play non-district games. will be Stan and Lennox. Yeah, we saw uh, Moravia last night. They seem to be uh, in shape and ready to, ready to go, particularly uh, offensively. Yeah, I think that's a team that uh, could win our district. It'll be them them and Southeast Warren probably be the teams to beat. Well, uh, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? No, we're excited to have this here. I think we got four great teams here. I think it'll be great for the people that come to watch it, and I think it's a great event. Well, not only it give eight-man football a jolt, but it might give uh, Martinsdale's economy a little bit of a jolt. Yeah, for and sure. maybe help you guys raise a little money for some uh, of uh, Martinsdale's well, We just, we just got new turf here, so we got that put in this year, so we'll need a little extra funds yeah, to, yeah, to support that. I talked to your athletic director, and he, he, he was uh, – he didn't say how much it was, but he said it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. But uh, before I let you go, how can we follow uh, Martindale Bluedale football on uh, Blue Devil football on, on our school, radio? Our school, on the, our school website, and KMA does a really good job of covering uh, kind of the southern tier here. Did you have a, a video or just audio? or Just audio. Just audio. Yeah. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. We sure appreciate it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to enjoying uh, some of your atmosphere here. All right. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Well, we're here at halftime in Martinsdale uh, as uh, we're here for the eight-man showcase, and uh, we happen to see the coach of of, uh, of uh, Baxter Bolts, uh, Ryan. Ryan Travis. Ryan, yep, Ryan Travis is with us here. Uh, uh, what, what brings you here to the eight-man showcase? Uh, we came last night and I had a nice scrimmage, and we come back to this facility to watch a couple more eight-man games. It's a good thing they got going on a Saturday for us to come watch. This is a, a great way to showcase eight-man football here in Iowa with this uh, uh, matchup with, uh, um, I think, four of the top nine teams in the state. Uh, well, how, how, who are you seeing out there on this field that's impressing you tonight? Today? Oh, well, I mean, obviously you see the. Uh, the Winfield boys that got a couple couple recruits out there, you know, but Audubon's right there with them. They got athletes all over the field. Yeah, it's uh, it just seems like no matter who scores, the other team answers back. It's a tight battle. Uh, let me ask a little bit about your team. Uh, tell me about your tight ends and your offensive line, huh? Well, we got uh, 
most of we got we got a big group back. We got probably uh, six of the eight, you know, on offense completely back. And then um, we don't really play with the tight end, but we play with the Y. It's kind of a uh, a wing back a little bit, but he is somewhat of a tight end. Uh, he uh, we probably needed to use him a lot more last year. I think he had uh, some crazy stats like 12 touches and eight touchdowns out of that. So we probably look kind of stupid for not using him enough, but. He's a weapon we've got in our pocket. Well, tell me about your backs and your fullbacks. I don't know if you use fullbacks or not, but... Uh... Uh, yeah, we don't use a whole lot of fullbacks either, but we do have a few rifle sets with two backs where we'll have a little bit of lead and some options and stuff like that we get into. Uh, a lot of speed back there. Uh, some, 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 some real uh, high-rated track kids we got back there this year. No, another new kid this year, so we're pretty happy with what we're seeing so far. Well, tell me about your quarterback and his receiving targets and uh, how that's working out. Uh, yeah, quarterback, uh, he's back again. He's started uh, with us uh, not at quarterback, but he has started on the on the team since he was a freshman and took over quarterback a couple years ago. He's also what you want to have as a team leader and high-character kid, um, and he's got he's got a lot of guys to throw to, not just the, not just the guys that start, but – the next, next, you know, three, four, five guys in, it doesn't matter. Uh, you don't need to find a specific guy to throw to. We can throw to anybody. So we're, we're pretty happy with the offense. Well, let's turn turn over the other side of the ball and tell me about your defensive line. Uh, we play a two front, so uh, we just rotate two guys up there that got some different responsibilities and slants. Um, but, uh, you know, they're run stoppers, and they try to keep the linebackers clean on the backside. And then uh, after that, you know, we play around with a little bit of zone or press man and just kind of see what type of team we're, we're playing against there. But the front two guys, we got, you know, another same same there. We got four or five guys we'll rotate through there that are they're all good players, been in the weight room a lot, older kids that we're happy to have back. Well, let's talk about your cornerbacks and your safeties, guys that, that need to be able to open field block, ball hawk a little bit, maybe have some speed to, to, to fill some holes. How, how, do, how does that part of your aspect of your defense work? Uh, uh pretty good there you know we're, we're more of a, a zone team on on defense but with some of the athletes we got back that we trust a little bit more we might play around with some more press and some more man stuff uh depending on the down and where we're at uh, on the field um then after that we kind of play with it's a little bit of a free safety or a cash cash position kind of like university of iowa does when we rotate him around to the strength or depending on you know if it's third and long or third and one uh, how we play around with him, if he's a box player or if he's uh, more of a free safety, depending on the down the distance. Well, tell me about uh, your special teams. I mean, we saw special teams make a big difference on a kickoff return after a touchdown, and that really a team starts to get some momentum, and then you, you can kick back on them. But there's, you know, onside kicks and a whole bunch yeah. of ass and kick it, the kicking game itself. Uh, how does how does the special teams uh, work for you and basically an eight-man football? Yeah. It seems very important. Yeah, that's huge. It's kind of like uh, – uh, when you're on kickoff, you know, it's obviously the same as defense. That's pretty tough in eight, man. You, it just feels like you're down a guy all times and feels like the offense has the advantage. And uh, if you can get a guy to kick it to the end zone, uh, that helps everybody else out a lot. So we got a big leg back there that we're, we're hoping to get a lot of touchbacks this year. Um, you know, and then if we see something or a gap somewhere, we've got uh, some onside plays and stuff like that. Uh, right before half, we just saw that onside get kicked out of bounds and left the other team with a couple of timeouts and an eight-man football doesn't take long to score so we'll, we'll uh, briefly go over your schedule maybe some uh, maybe some home games or maybe some uh, games you got circled that, that might be challenging uh 
Yeah, off the top of my head here, we uh, we open uh, with Colo next week at Colo. Um, and then uh, in our district there, we're, I, I believe we're, we're favored in that district, but we will have some tough matchups. Uh, BGM's got some guys back. Montezuma was a good team last year. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to have to kind of see how uh, see how things happen and watch some film and see where other teams are at. Yeah, that Eddie Burgess from Montezuma, he put up some big numbers. Yeah. I'm sure you're not sorry to see him graduate. No, he was, he was a load, but he, he was a good kid too. So, yeah, one of those kids, an eight-man, uh, you'll take every day if you can get one. Well, let, let me ask you one more question. How, how can we follow your team? Uh, what, what radio stations? Do you have any uh, – videos to youtubes or anything like that oh yeah on, on a youtube there's a channel that's uh if you just go to the baxter bolts there on youtube there's a, a website we've got a couple announcers that do pretty much all the games uh and we've got the new huddle cam uh that'll be up this year so you'll be able to follow about any of that stuff there and then uh our head coach his name's rob luther he's uh he's a pretty good follow on twitter too if you can find him so he keeps everybody updated you got a Twitter handle or? or, or? Uh, yeah, I believe he's R. Luther, I believe. But, yeah, if you, if you search Rob Luther, you'll find him. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. We're here at Martinsdale St. Mary's football field, and we're talking to Bennett Blake. And uh, what, what's the radio station you're with? I'm with KSOM 96.5 in Atlantic. In Atlantic. And you are you cover the Audubon team? Yep, we cover 10 schools in Southwest Iowa, and Audubon's one of them. One of them, and uh, uh, one, of the, one of the best ones in the state. They've been very good in recent years. Well, we are, are pleasured to be here uh, to see four of the top nine football teams in the state of Iowa uh, class together. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about what you, I, I know Audubon has a lot of, graduated a lot of people, and there's a lot of uh, uh, new new players. How do you feel like they're filling in the, new, the roles? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. They do lose a lot to graduation, six starters on offense, five on defense, and they lost a lot of their size. That was one thing kind of from browsing through the starting lineup was uh, a lot of younger kids and a lot of kids that haven't seen action before. So we'll find out today and through the season how that's going to work for them. Well, last year you and I chewed a little of the same ground as we both covered the uh, Waco Audubon playoff game, I believe it was week 11. Uh, that was a spectacular game, wasn't it? That was, yes, that was quite a night. That was two teams uh, really laying it all out, wasn't it? It was one of those where you felt good for the team that won, but you also walked away thinking both teams deserved it. And well, I so, would certainly say that, but, uh, you know, the special teams play was the was the difference. So tell me about the special teams. Uh, wh- what do you think out of the – Are they, can they kick, can they cover punts, can they return – it's, it's pretty well a cast of new characters for the Wheelers this season, so time will tell on that Yet one. to be determined. Uh, have you had a chance to look at this uh, Winfield team that you're playing? I know last time you were in Southeast Iowa, you were playing Waco. This time you're playing Winfield Mount Union. That's a little out of the frying pan into the fire, isn't it? Yeah, they've got a couple of athletes that seem to uh, catch the eye that look to be pretty impressive. I'm getting uh, a chance to see today that I'll be looking forward to here. Well, uh, how, how do you think the defense is going to uh, contain uh, Cam Buffington or at least limit him? I know Coach uh, Burks and the Ottoman staff are are talking about gang tackling, and uh, gotta, that's going to be critical to have some good tackling in the open field because he's definitely going to be a force to be Yeah, because he's a threat to run, too. Yep. And then there's that Cam or that Abrams uh, Edwards kid that's big and strong and 
plays tight end, and then they can get the ball to him too. So uh, I think I think they're off to you know I think they're a very powerful team, That's and, a really good and they they have player. kind of the opposite. They they didn't really lose a lot, right. and uh, uh, so it's a it's a really great game, and this is a great way to to get your your team in shape for the season, isn't it? Yes, I know Coach Bergson talked about you know we could do a scrimmage, but we felt with a lot of new starters this season that why not just have a real game and then you really know where you stand after week zero. Well, tell us a little bit about your, your journey to, to, to work for this radio station and a little bit about the radio station, what they cover, and how our listeners can maybe stream a little uh, football on your station. Well, our, we're Meredith Communications, and we have two stations. We have a country station, which is 96.5 KSOM, which covers uh, the regional schools in our area, and then we have a classic rock station, 95.7 which covers all Atlantic sports. So they're the home and away voice of Atlantic sports. And uh, we're doing all video this year as well. We've dabbled in it a little bit in the past years, but this year we're going to really make a big push uh, on the video front. WesternIowaToday.com is where people can stream any sporting event that we broadcast live. We'll have the cameras there as well. Well, that's a big step forward. And uh, is there going to be a video of this game that we could check you out? You bet. WesternIowaToday.com and click on live video KSOM when you get there. Well, we've been talking to Blake Bennett of KSOM, uh, Atlantic, Iowa. My dad lives in uh, uh, Casey, Iowa, and he, he, he likes to golf in Atlantic. He says you have a spectacular golf course there. They've got a couple of good ones there, so yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for being part of our, our program today. Thank you. Well, we're back with Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa Union, and he's going to give us a wrap-up of the of Game 1, Winfield and Audubon, which really separated out at the end, but it was a pretty close game. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about the stats and the scores. Yeah, well, first of all, I think in the second half you could really tell that Winfield had the, the, the big athletes, the older kids, you know. Um, it's, it's hard to keep kids that have Division One athlete bodies like Cam Buffington down for too much while. Oh, wait a minute, we got a lot of pauses. We got a national anthem coming. I can feel it. We'll take a quick pause to honor the great nation of the United States of America with the plate of the national anthem, but we're back. Uh, tell us the final score of the game. So it was uh, 68. 36 uh, Winfield Mount Union over Audubon, and it uh, was a as a two point game for Audubon uh, coming out. So that means it was a 34 point difference in the second half for the Wolves. And um, Cam Buffington scored seven touchdowns in that one. Five offensively, he had a pick six to start of the game, and then that that onside kick it looked like a pretty perfect Audubon onside kick, and he scooped that up and ran it for a touchdown. Um, Abram Edwards scored the other two, but um, I thought that Winfield did a good job. The last three quarters spreading it out a little bit. Eli Miller ran the ball really well. I thought Cole Milk looked really, really comfortable behind center. Cam was the quarterback pretty much all last year. So I talked to Buffington after the game. He's, he said he just feels more natural as a running back. And it, their offense really looked good today at the end when, you know, you could feed it to different guys. But, yeah, uh, we were expecting to see him uh, at the quarterback, but he wasn't uh, at the quarterback. And yeah. uh, he was utilized very well uh, today. Seven touchdowns, right? Yeah, seven touchdowns. Was this Madden football or yeah, was like this it. regular football? Well, I said, you know, the, the first half didn't feel like eight-man games. You A lot of times they're back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And right there, what, between maybe seven minutes left in the game and four minutes left in the game, there was like seven, eight touchdowns back and forth. Because Audubon had a couple of big touchdown runs uh, there, too. So that's how eight-man games are, you know, usually feel. And, 
And uh, I think with Winfield and Waco, they're both kind of power power teams, and so you, sometimes they 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 play a little you know a little uh, lower scoring games. But uh, it was a real eight man game today. Well, Abram Edwards really stood out today to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, he would make great catches and total coverage when he should have never even <laughs> got the ball, and sometimes he'd drop a ball when there was nobody around, and he was dang near standing in the end zone, but. Uh, uh, he seems cool, calm, and collected. He did some great uh, running the ball. Also, a kid named Miller uh, uh, seemed like Miller. he had a great uh, uh-huh. and has a lot of moves and is kind of crafty uh, at moving the ball. But it was a, a great team effort, mm-hmm. a great, uh, great defensive effort, particularly in the second half. And uh, Winfield Mount Union gets a great start to their season and maybe. Uh, Maybe we can get that Cedar Rapids uh, Gazette poll to, to get a couple uh, yeah. more votes for them. Well, I'll tell you, they're going to be rising in my – I'm one of the voters, and they're going to be rising in my ratings for sure when it comes around. So they looked really good. I mean, they they, they impressed. Waco's going to have to up their game to try, and uh, they'll, they'll be battling for the top spot in the newspaper here see who wins by more. Well, the game's about to start, but real real briefly, uh, you're sticking around here for this second game, yep. the Waco uh, Southeast Warren game. What are you expecting out of this game? Well, oh, so – Southeast Warren was, I think, 5-4 and four last year, but they got about everyone back, it sounds like. Uh, they're ranked in the Des Moines Register poll. I looked over their team. They got some big kids. Uh, Waco lost a, a couple of real key guys, but they have a ton of talent coming back. And Simeon Reichenbach is a first-team All-State running back, and it takes, just like with Buffington for Winfield Mount Union, they might be the two best power running backs in eight-man football here tonight with, the, with our two teams. So um, I fully expect him to run through people. The baby blue uniforms are looking pretty good, so... I, I, I could see him putting up five, six, seven touchdowns and stuff. So I got a lot of confidence in our in our Warriors over there. They, got, they just got too much talent. Well, uh, the Southeast Warren team is no joke. Uh, I believe they're rated seventh in the state, and uh, we, we, we visit with them. Their coach is going to have them prepared. Do you know anything about their team or, or anything you're looking at to them? Not too much. You know, it's funny. Southeast Warren's from my area. I, I went to Sheraton, so I knew a lot of people from Southeast Warren. And, um, they, they're in our, the, their eight-man program was really good, and they were in the semifinals with New London one a few years ago. So they're a, a, a good program, the best, one of the best in their little area, and they'll, they play Audubon next week, and, and I think that's supposed to be a really close game. So we'll see if they can stick with Waco. It'll be a tough one for them because, I mean, Waco's got a lot of size and speed, but we're about to find out if they can hang around with them. Yeah, we are about to find out. We're here at Martinsdale. We're talking to Andy Kretzinger of the Southeast Iowa. Thanks for being with us, Andy. Thank you. Well, welcome back to Martinsdale as we are on the eight-man showcase, and we're here with Ryan Brian. Brian Rathkin. Yes. Rathkin of the Atlantic uh, newspaper. Tell us a little bit about your newspaper. Okay, yep. We're a, a six-day uh, week, uh, weekly, uh, or daily, rather. <laughs> uh, one of the, probably the few uh, 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 that are still publishing uh, our size, uh, and uh, we uh, also operate the uh, Audubon County Advocate Journal. Um, I'm the uh, sports editor. Um, we also have a couple reporters uh, on our staff and the editor. So, uh, doubles as the publisher. Um, circulate in Cass County and then uh, uh, kind of uh, some uh, areas of the uh, adjoining counties. So, uh, what does is, what is this eight man football showcase do for eight man football? Well, kind uh, of just a uh, Gives a good look at some of the up-and-coming teams, I think, and some of the established teams. Audubon, of course, last year was at uh, the Unidome. Uh, they reached the uh, semifinals uh, 
for the uh, second time in three years. Uh, they kind of have gone on an every other year kind of basis, uh, reached uh, uh, that deep into the season. Um, you know, uh, it just kind of gives a good look to uh, um, a different form of game uh, to, uh, I had to kind of learn to uh, appreciate. It was about, uh, oh, what was it, 10 years ago when I was working at another newspaper that I saw Eight Man for the first time. And uh, it's a different game, but, uh, you know, it's, it's still football. You're still hitting. You're still uh, tackling. Uh, you're still uh, uh, running and passing and uh, kicking and doing all those things that make the uh, uh, game of football so great. And, and uh, it, you can get almost addicted to it quite a, quite quickly. Oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of infatuating. Uh, yeah. uh, but so uh, let's talk a little bit about the game. Uh, Audubon really played well in the first half. But yes. uh, this uh, Winfield Mount Union team has some super athletes that yeah, uh, yeah. really really were able to, to, to kind of stretch things out in the fourth and late in the third quarter. Yeah, so. a couple of uh, the, uh, the Buffington kid, uh, he... He uh, can uh, break away real quick. He's got some, uh, I thought, some good speed and uh, uh, had a couple good targets. Uh, uh, I'd have to look and see who they were, but uh, uh, they, they can catch the ball there too. And uh, uh, kind of held uh, the defense uh, also is pretty good. They kind of held the, the uh, uh, Audubon and Chuck. Uh, didn't really uh, let some of our playmakers uh, get open at all. Well, a player you had that I thought had a really good game was uh, quarterback Olson. Yes, uh, he. What, what did you think of his play today? I think he's uh, he's uh, all right. I think he uh, he did some good things at the JV level last year, and then understudied uh, a great quarterback in uh, Gavin Smith, uh, who's uh, now at Central College, I believe, in Pella. Uh, so he uh, uh, obviously some growing to do, uh, just like uh, a lot of the players. But uh, I think he's. Uh, Showing some promise, he he uh, he did run at the uh, state track meet, so uh, uh, in the hurls uh, events. Uh, so he's got some uh, speed, and I think he uh, uh, was uh, give him some time. He'll be uh, a good uh, quarterback. He's got, I believe, he's a sophomore, so he got uh, some time to grow into the position. A lot he, of good time. He has good instincts, and he he can really run the ball well. And he, he's kind of a dual threat as a runner and a passer. Right. Yes, I. I kind of think that, and he's got some uh, good targets and the uh, options in the base winger kid. And uh, let me see, look at my cheat sheet here and see who the wide receiver was. Uh, because <laughs> I'm still trying to get to learn yeah, we're some all, of these. Uh, we're learning. Evan Ault, Evan Ault uh, I believe, is uh, uh, the uh, one of those... Uh, Players that also can run the ball well, I think, and uh, uh, we'll uh, see how uh, some of those things uh, uh, pan out during the year. Well, go ahead. We talked to Coach Burks. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw the team last year that was in this game in Waco. I don't know if you got to see that, but it was no, I, it was like a game for the ages. It was really yes. one of the greatest football games I've ever seen. Right. Yes. Uh, but he told me, he says, man, we lost. Uh, six guys from the offense and five uh-huh. guys from the defense, and there's a lot of new guys, and uh, um, uh, it seems like they're a little finding their way, aren't they? Yes, yes, they're going to have to uh, kind of grow in the role. It's uh, a tough district as always. Uh, uh, they will be, I believe, uh, looking at the schedule. I think they play. Uh, 
Give me a second here. Yeah, I know it's a tough schedule. Uh, yes, he, yes. He went they, over the schedule with me. Yeah, Real Fremont strong Mills, district. Cam's Fremont, in there. Yeah, and, Cam and, and then uh, uh, Coon Rapids Bayard uh, was just uh, uh, just close to uh, making the uh, uh, a good postseason run. And uh, I believe uh, Zara Elkhorn Kimbleton, uh, which is uh, their uh, next door neighbor to the south. They uh, have some uh, quarter, uh, some good players back. Uh, Trey Peterson, the coach's son, is uh, one of the uh, key threats there. Well, we're seeing a lot of media here. We're seeing a lot of coaches uh, that aren't, aren't playing that are here looking at this game. But what about the crowd? Are you surprised to see this many people here? Not really. Not really. I think, uh, uh, you know, I know it's a Saturday afternoon and uh, you're wrapping up the summer. summer uh, school's going to start on Monday, but uh, I think uh, people just want to get out and support their uh, team. Well, and, uh, how can, uh, how, how do people follow uh, your, your newspaper? Mention your newspapers again and the, the Audubon Weekly sh- uh, paper that you got. We got we have a website, uh, Southwest Iowa or SW. IowaNewsSource.com, uh, I believe it is, and uh, okay, uh, and, well, uh, and uh, and then we uh, have Twitter, have my personal Twitter account and uh, uh, Facebook account that uh, I've uh, posted to. Uh, so, uh, number of different ways to follow. Well, thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you very much.